0: Talk to me, no matter what you feel, it'll all be alright if you talk to me. Talk to me is a song written by me many years ago. Uh, it's about the importance of communication, the value of communicating with other people. Um, it talks about, you know, no matter what you feel, no matter how what scares you, no matter where you are, no matter what's going on, talking will help. And, of course, as someone with a podcast who talks at a microphone at least once a week, that's an important thing. I find value in talking. I'm sure most of you find value in turning me off when I'm talking. No more Scott. Anyway... You've reached my podcast. My name is Scott Anderson. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Uh, It is the second week or third week of October 2023. I'm just coming off of, as I've said in my previous two podcasts in October, I've had two weeks of vacation. I'm just catching up. I've got so much much to do and so many things that didn't get done on vacation that I kind of wanted to get done that I, I really need to focus on finding a path to get the crap done, I gotta get done. Uh, that's one thing. The, my podcast, as always, is sponsored by two sponsors. Uh, the first sponsor is Danny and the Corporate Ladder, a novel available now in ebook stores and in physical bookstores. stores. Uh, a great Christmas gift, by the way, if you're interested in sharing a book about a nice guy, Danny and the Corporate Ladder. Uh, audiobook coming soon. I'm, I'm in the process of, of going through the final edits. Uh, but... Everything is uh, you know, everything is moving along. And the other sponsor is Creative Technology and Innovation, an organization designed around the concept of decision-making, uh, in particular using John Boyd's OODA Loops to help you make better decisions. Observe, Orient, Decide, and Act, a system built to help you make stronger and more powerful decisions. Anyway, today uh, hub pages article is going in talking about the concept of snake oil. Uh, in particular, the snake oil I'm worried about right now is the concept of adding the term or the phrase "artificial intelligence" uh, to a device. Uh, so it's kind of a, a framework question, right? You know. Why do I need our? Why do I need artificial intelligence on that particular device? So, as you think about this concept of artificial intelligence, and you think about this, this, this concept of what does it mean? Um, you know, I, I give you a couple of examples of ways that artificial intelligence could help products, and <clears throat> a couple of ways that artificial intelligence will hurt products or really aren't useful, right? A, a power drill with artificial intelligence is just not going to. Do you any good? Um, but an artificial intelligence system combined with AR goggles, uh, where the AR goggle can take an image of a QR code or a barcode on the thing that you're trying to assemble and have all the plans and schematics for that unit in the AR device, so it can tell you, but nope, you picked up the wrong screw. No, you picked up the wrong board. No, your board is backwards. It's upside down. It's in the wrong place, right? That kind of thing, that is a value proposition of the future. Um, I've been looking at a couple of AR goggles over the last uh, three or four years. Uh, The HoloLens is is one that interests me. Uh, Not that necessarily that it's going to be a mass market device. It's pretty expensive. But the other side of kind of what is out there with AR, what is out there in the AR world with this concept of of integrating machine intelligence, you know, is the new product from uh, Meta called the Quest 3. I owned the Quest 1, which was their portable standalone, you know, kind of device, right? You you can have this device, put it on your head and play games. It's, it's standalone. It doesn't require a Wi-Fi network. It doesn't require, you know, anything else. It, you know, obviously it does better when it has that. Um, but the new version of it, the Quest Three, actually has cameras and truly is an AR VR goggle set. Uh, so they released the Pro about a year ago. That was the Quest Pro. The Quest Pro was the really the first AR VR goggle set that they built. The Quest Three is a um, not as powerful as the Pro, but it's very cool in what it can do. And one of the things, obviously, the future stay, you know, is is embedding in the QR code the link to the uh, instructions for how to put something together, including a parts library. And having that, then the system can literally go grab that, take a look, and, and help you assemble things. I know, I don't know about any rest of you, but I know I sometimes struggle in assembling shelves and things like that simply because I just, I don't know, I just get frustrated. I don't see, I don't know, directions, are, uh, directions can be hard. I, I guess I, I follow the teachings of Phaedrus from... Uh, Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance, uh, where Phaedrus talked about the fact that uh, <clears throat> prior to the motorcycle trip, he worked as a grill assembly foreman. Uh, I'm talking about a gas grill uh, system or a charcoal grill system out in your backyard. Uh, he worked as the foreman on the assembly line and, uh, or an engineer, chief engineer, I don't know. Some, some, I guess he was an engineer rather than a foreman on the actual line. And They would go through all the plans uh, that were possible for putting that device together and they would pick the hardest one, uh, which I always thought was truly applicable to the way I approach putting things together because I struggle with that. But anyway, I digress. The concept here would be, you know, why would you want to have uh, machine intelligence integrated with a product, any specific product in mind? You know, why have machine intelligence? And again, there are products that it would be a value, right? One of the products that it would be a lot of value would be a, a refrigerator. Um, first of all, a refrigerator uh, that was smart would have five benefits that really would help everyone with it, right? The first is it would know what you have in your fridge. So it would know what the optimal uh, temperature is. Um, I know, for example, if you have, um, let's say carrots, celery, and um, I don't know, uh, a star fruit, you, you could have the the temperature set at the the minim or the minimum or maximum temperature for one of the three right let 's say the the maximum temperature for carrots is thirty eight and uh the others have um you know, uh, minimum temperatures of 36. Uh, so in that scenario, uh, the two minimums and the, the maximum, you know, you, you just basically pick the the maximum of 38 and the refrigerator is going to be able to be more intelligent, more effective, uh, more easily consuming what you're doing. But the other side of it, right. Is I can stand in front of my refrigerator and I can say, Hey, I'm hungry. What should I make for dinner? Uh, and the refrigerator knows what you have, knows what you like, and can give you a really quick recipe of, Hey, all you've got in the, all you've got in the, uh, freezer there is, uh, chicken tenders. So, you know, you're going to have to make chicken tenders tonight, no matter what you want. Uh, right. Or you can go to the store and it'll print you a shopping list and you can on the way to the store say, Hey, you know, I was going to make lasagna, but I don't think I will. I want to make, uh, chicken cacciatore. Uh, so in, in making chicken cacciatore, right, I, I I need different things than I need for lasagna. Uh, I guess suppose you could make chicken cacciatore the way you make lasagna and vice versa, but it probably wouldn't be a, a good idea, uh, probably wouldn't taste good either. Uh, so that kind of gives you a concept, right? And And the whole goal of the article is talking about, you know, learning to ask why. Why have they included AI with this product? And then, you know, once you have why, why do I need it? Um, don't don't buy the snake oil, right? And by the way, if you're curious, a snake oil is a term used and applied to products um, that pretend to do something that they do not do. Um, and a lot of people, you know, over the years, snake oil salesman has become a, a very derogatory term. <coughs> but the reality is, you know, it, it exists for a reason. Go look it up. It's, it's very interesting. It's one of those things that, that uh, I always find interesting to, uh, to consider. My name is Scott Anderson. You've reached my podcast. Thank you so much for listening.